You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 306. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this podcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra presence to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today, I am speaking to you as I'm recording this intro from Hawaii. I'm in Honolulu for the week and then going to the Big Island for a personal event next week. And I'm so excited to be in these beautiful warm temperatures in a place I spent some time in last year. And thank you guys so much also, can I say, from last week's episode, the premiere of the Lively TV show. Thank you so much to those who watched it on YouTube if you chose to watch it there in the video form or if you listened here on the podcast in the audio form. It's so cool to be able to share this with you in both formats because I know that you're gonna listen in the way that makes sense for you in your lifestyle. Personally, I watched the video forms last week first, and this week I actually just listened to the audio form directly as my first integration to it. And I have to say, I just love hearing the audience and the laughter and all of the examples that are coming through and the engagement of both me, the person in the hot seat, and the audience as a whole, and also in the realizations at the end too. So it's so cool to be able to see this take shape as we keep going forward. As I've said before, we have four episodes that were taped from our January taping, and those aired last week, this week, and then will come up the next two weeks as well. I also am excited to say, if you are interested, we are going to film our next batch of shows, or quote unquote season two, if you will, of the TV version of the show on April 6th back in Pittsburgh. People have wondered if we were going to take it on the road right now. It is such a perfect setup as we're just figuring this out to continue to use the same event space. So we get the sound right, the lighting right. We're still learning how to create a show. So we're going to keep doing it there because the premise is actually so perfect for us. So if you're excited and your intuition is feeling it's a fit, if you want to come meet 140, 50 other Lively Show community members, potentially be on the hot seat yourself, please go over to JessLively.com events. There you can buy your ticket. Some people have already been buying their tickets. We did a little pre-release last week on the email list. But like I said, April 6th, Pittsburgh, Go to JessLively.com slash events if you want to go join us. Come with a friend. Come with your, I know some people went with their like sisters, their mother-in-laws, all those sorts of things. If you want to come with someone or you want to come with a partner, some people brought their husbands or partners with them as well. Come show up. I'm so excited as we continue to do this again and again. We'll see how this continues to flow. And in April, we're going to be changing up the format and some of the content and segments. So I'm so excited that this will continue to evolve in many new ways and fun for you to be a part of the audience as well. So like I said, check in with yourself. See if your intuition feels it's a fit to be a part of this. There are so many cool ways to connect with so many cool people that are there all over the world, maybe even in your area too. So if you are feeling the vibe, you want to meet people that are like-minded, this could be the way for you to do so and also be able to spend time with us as well. We even have a new alignment kind of weekend package for those that want to do stuff over two days instead of just one. There's only a limited availability for that different package. But like I said, you can go over to JessLively.com events and sign up for whichever feels right for you. Now let's move on. Today's episode has three different guests. Number one with Mary, we're going to talk about trouble with hearing your inner voice. Now this is great because so many people send me emails saying they're not sure if they're hearing from it or not. 
I think this first one is going to give you a really great indication and insight into when you're hearing from the inner voice and actually listening and when you're creating or regurgitating an old mind story. And then with guest two, we're going to speak about what to do when you know what your next step is or most likely is, but you're not ready yet. What to do when you know, but you know the timing's not right. How do you navigate? I know this is what's next. The mind wants to start it right away, but there's some resistance or some block. It's not quite filled in yet. That is going to be perfect for you if you're feeling that way. In the third segment, we're going to talk about pregnancy and what to do to create the best possible scenario and upbringing for your child if you're in a situation like that as well. So each of these guests are wonderful and the insights that come up will apply to anybody regardless of whether those situations relate to you or not because of the other aspects we weave into the stories. Let's go to the show. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you guys doing? You ready for... Show two. Yeah. All right, this one is a topic that is something I get a lot of requests about, self-love. Has anyone dealt or grappled or thought or <laughs> wished for more of that in their lives? Can I get a show of hands? Yeah, right? So this topic is one of the most perennial things, and I think it's fitting because the mind is not the part, like we talked about in episode one, that does the loving. It's trying and imitating, but it isn't the thing. So today's episode with the three guests we have are going to talk all about that subject, and hopefully they will get realizations as well as everyone else. So like always, feel free to share your realizations as they happen for you as well. We're going to start with Mary in the hot seat first. Come on down, Mary. I got to say, Mary, we already fell in love with you before you even got on the show when you uh, sent in your video to be. So thank you for coming. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 59 years old, and I feel like I've been on a search for who I am. And I feel that I tried to find out what is causing my own self-sabotage. It's been going on for pretty much of my life, and it's overwhelming at times. And I've, I've listened to... Um, Doreen Virtue, uh, Abraham Esther Hicks, uh, Tony Robbins, so many. And my daughter introduced me to you, and I felt like this is it. Like I, I'm, I'm going to be able to work with knowing my inner voice from my mind. And it's hard sometimes because we just keep beating ourselves up trying to please other people at the same time. Can we get, does anyone else relate to that? <laughs> at any age, it does not matter. It's something right. that is just the function of what this does when it's running all of the attention. Right. Okay, so have you done inner voice work before? Um, I have, but I can't tell whether it is my inner voice or it's those other voices inside me. Well, that's great. So this is gonna be a very relatable situation for anyone else that's not sure, are they doing it? We're gonna see with you, and anyone else that's in the audience or watching online can actually do this themselves. So ask these questions, we'll figure it out. So don't worry, no pressure. Just be honest as the interpreter that you are rather than trying to be the thinker of the answers. So you wanna receive the answers as much as possible rather than think what they should be. So often I'm gonna to try to ask questions that go beyond the level of the mind's understanding and you're getting, the mind's gonna go, whoa, I don't know the answer. And it's like, well, that's the point. You're gonna hear something new. So that's a good thing, but the mind gets challenged by that because it thinks it's doing it still. Even though it's hearing, it's like, I'll heal all the answers I already know the answers to. But when it really comes to branching beyond it, there can be some hesitation. So does that make sense? Yes. All right. Heart or gut feeler? I'd have to say I'm a heart. Great. So you're just going to project your bobblehead down into that awareness of the heart and the chest space. Am I okay? Yes. How did that feel? 
that voice that said that, or the, the feeling sensation of that. Good. All right. I'm okay. Am I safe? I'm safe. Am I loved? Yes. Why am I loved? I feel that there are, there are people that I can resonate with that will come into my life that will... Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. That is a story. What did you hear? What did I hear? Why am I loved? I'm Just not listen. Really sure. Deep breath. I know you don't know. You have no freaking clue, Mary. Because <laughs> that's the mind saying the mind is attached to that I, right? So she said, I don't know. Of course, it's a thing, it's a stapler, it's not the scissors. It doesn't know. It has no idea because it's not a knowing mechanism, it's a thinking mechanism. So what I want to do is tap into your inner voice's answer for why you're loved. Because it told you you're loved. Your mind has no idea why. Why am I loved? Deep breath out if you're you know, thinking a lot. Just take it. No, OK, first, also, it can take a few moments. It doesn't have to be an immediate conversation. Well, the thing that comes to my heart would be that I'm a being, and I'm, I'm here for a purpose. What did you hear or feel or experience? Because I think your mind's still trying to think what the heart should experience rather than receive the experience from the heart. Totally normal, and a lot of people do this. This is very, very helpful. Let's go to another question. All right, so we can also, if you guys, again, if you've hit a block, just ask another question. So I'm loved. I'm loved. Okay. I'm safe. I'm safe. Okay, so you know that one. You go, how did that experience feel inside? Good. Good. And did the love answer feel similar in the experience of it? And in the affirmative, yes? It, it feels better. Okay. Is it okay that I'm not doing this perfectly right now? Yes. Why is that okay? I guess it's my definition of perfect. What did you hear? That my definition of perfect could be just as is. You heard all those words? Yeah, I'm, I'm just feeling that as is. As is. Does that make sense, guys? Do you see how we just cut through some mind layers and just got straight to the core? As is. It says the whole phrase in two words. But when we add all the mind story around it, we can actually color in sometimes outside the lines of what the inner voice is actually saying and get further from its truth into a story that we're just projecting again from up, up above. Okay, as is. Is everything unfolding perfectly for me right now? Um, listen, 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 listen. Deep breath out. The mind has so many stories. It's thinking this thing through. I want it to give up so it listens. Yes, it, it feels perfect right now. It does. Why do you love me? 
Why do I love me? Why, like, what I want you to do is send the question, why do you, inner voice, love me, which is the identification with the mind. So why does the inner voice love the mind? Just listen for this. You're not needing to think. There's literally no thinking necessary. I don't want you to think. Part of me just realizes in, inside that I do have a lot to offer. I just need to be able to get it out right. I think this is still the mind. It's okay. Is there anyone else? You guys with 59 me? years of this mind going on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> tough. It's had a long track record. You're doing a good job. You already heard. There's nothing wrong with this. This is perfect. You know what we can just do today in this time? It's just settle into the listening mode. And that's probably my biggest Yes, because you're also very, like you said, and you set up us perfectly with, I've, I've watched all these people speak. I should know this now. I've consumed all the content up here. That's not accessing wisdom in here. Mm -hmm. So your mind's trying to Rolodex the story that fits my questions mm -hmm. rather than receive the answers fresh, mm -hmm. right out of the oven from you, not the stories you've read and the books you've read. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you're doing this perfectly because what you're learning the most valuable thing is how to do this part because this is going to be something you can use the rest of your life once you've learned how to listen. That's the story of my life. That's what I hear people even saying to me to listen. And it's Let's, like okay, my beautiful. Okay, so ask go down in there. Why is it hard for me to listen to this voice? Just listen, tell me what you hear. Don't tell me anything you think. Just tell me what you hear. Say nothing. If you hear nothing, be honest and say nothing. What I, what I hear is that I feel that my, what I'm trying to say or communicate to people or what I'm feeling to communicate to people is just either not coming out right or what have you because if I'm not listening... This is a lot of words. You're hearing all of this? You're thinking this. I'm thinking it. Yeah. So just tell me, okay, you have two choices. You tell me the words you hear or you say, I hear nothing. I would far rather you say, I hear nothing, I hear nothing, I hear nothing, than to tell me story and story and story, because that's at the level of the problem. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get to the deeper answer, the truth. Okay. So let's try another angle. We just can ask other questions, and eventually one of them might pop out. But okay, you have the two choices. The words you hear or I hear nothing. That's it. Okay. Can I access this inner voice in myself? Yes. Should I continue using yes or no questions or should I open it up to open-ended questions? I should open it up. Okay, so I can do that. Yes. I am capable. I am. Okay. All right, great. Because that's another thing, right? Because you could have even also, you, as another, you can play with this. Say, should I just ask yes or no? And then just ask yes or no. If that's sometimes, ironically, yes and no's can be harder than open-ended questions. I love a good open-ended question because then if the answer comes through that's not what my mind was expecting, I trust it more. If I get a yes or a no, my mind can have a bet on one of, the, like the flipping the coin we said in episode one. It's like I, I can have an inkling of what my mind's projecting the answer to be. But if I ask open-endedly, then I get to see, is this something I've thought before or is this something I haven't thought before? And if I haven't thought it before, that's something new. Okay? This is so good. Yes? How does your 
emotions not tied into like if that's part of your history in your brain is like the emotions that are tied to what you continuously self-sabotage you right now we're going to start with step one which is how to listen because the answers to those questions can come from this but we need to learn the listening piece first okay so you're getting really good now do you think you're filling in these yeses and no's because you're getting consistent yeses and no's that I would say are inner voice answers but your mind could still be playing the role it's like I said little red riding hood and the grandma and it's like is the mind trying to pretend to be the grandma the wolf in the grandma's clothes you know is the mind answering as the inner voice or is the inner voice answering authentically so when you get the yes and no so far every yes and no aligns with inner voice answers but is that what you're really see, feeling? And is that different than when you tell us the story? The way that those yes and no's feel versus the story parts? Are they feeling the same or different? Do you think the mind's making up all of it or just the, the story ones? The answers to the questions. When I say yes or no, am I loved, am I safe? Does that sound different and feel experienced different than when I ask you an open-ended one so far? Um, no, I, I would probably continue with open-ended because I, I feel like that's where maybe if I listen to myself for a change versus listening to. But when you say myself, we're going to say, we're going to listen to myself. And that's going to be a big shift that I want to, I want to see that moment happen. Because it doesn't have to happen often, but you will now know what that feels like. Once you've got that feeling, you'll then have that as a guide for future questions here and the rest of your life. Okay. So we're gonna go, I like this idea of going down the river with some yes and no's. You're getting in and getting in and then opening it after that. Okay. okay. And what I want you to say is I hear nothing or just the words. No embellishment, no thoughts, no story. Because one you said was as is. And you made a whole slew of, you made a paragraph out of those two words. But if you kept us to the words, I could keep going. Okay. All right. Am I loved? Yes. And I'm safe. Yes. Have I lived this life perfectly for me? No. Why not? Listen or say nothing. Say that you hear nothing, if that's what the answer is. I hear nothing. Okay. Beautiful. Deep breath. <sighs> Did I live this life perfectly? No. Why not? Not perfect to the mind. I'm not asking the mind's perception of perfection because that is never going to be the truth. But to the inner voice. Deep into your, listen to your chest. Just listen. Yes, to my awareness. You hear a yes? Yes. Or did you hear yes to my awareness? Which words did you hear? Which ones did you fill in with the mind? Yes, I yes. have. I have. Why has it been perfect? Only say the words you hear. Deep breath out. There's no rush. <sighs> Steep in the yes and let the answer re reveal. It said yes. We got the confidence there. Why contentment. Contentment. There we go. How did it feel to hear that word? Good. Good. That's your, you heard it. Okay. That's the voice you're, you're looking for. Mm -hmm. It'll tell you whatever it's going to tell you, but that's the voice. I've been content this life. I have been content this life. 
So it's been okay, the winding path I've woven. For the most part. What did you hear exactly? I want you to be ruthlessly honest with the voice. Just tell me what you heard. Stifled. Stifled. Ah. Oh. What has been stifling? What did you, just tell me what you hear. People. People. <laughs> Beautiful. You're doing it. You're doing You're in it. That's all you need to do is just tell me the words. Have people truly stifled me or have I allowed my own situation to unfold in that way? I don't know. Okay. What do you know in her voice about my life? I've had to be quiet for most of it. What have you heard? What did you what hear? Have I heard? What did you just hear? What do you know about my life? Be seen and not heard. That's the, what you heard? Mm -hmm. That's what you received just now? Just now? Just now? From the previous question, yes, that's what. Be seen, not heard. Mm -hmm. That's what I was taught. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Is that truly no. what my inner voice wants me to do? No. Okay, now, open mind, deep breath. What would you like me to do with the remainder of my life, inner voice? What's the most useful message you can share with me right now? Just listen. Like, literally, like, open your eardrums and open your mind, open your breath, and listen to your chest. Contentment and comfort. Beautiful. What does comfort mean? Warmth around me and two others. And did you hear exactly those words, or is that a feeling you experienced? That's what I got. That's warmth. what you got. Okay, good. So I'm here to be a comfort to others. Yes. Anything else? Do I need to go climb Mount Kilimanjaro? Do I need to go conquer the internet world? Do I need to have a seven-figure well, business? That's where my self-sabotage starts. I can get all the way up that hill, and then I will kick myself right The mind the will get all the way up. Up that hill, and then I'll literally... The mind will. The mind will kick me right off the top. Okay. Right before Inner I'm voice, reaching. why does the mind kick itself off the hill? Just listen. I know you don't know. <laughs> I don't. I want to say fear. Is that what you heard? Ask, did I hear fear from the inner voice? Did I hear fear from the inner voice? Yes. Okay, what is the mind afraid of? Just listen, open mind. Pop those eardrums, like pull, blow out the mind. Just listen. It's, I guess, just letting me be me. That's all I gotta do? Comfort and contentment. Is that what my life is really here for? Sounds awfully boring, but. Okay, is it? <laughs> it okay, mind's resistance, that's terribly boring. Drop it down, drop it down. <laughs> Is okay. it boring? Ask, 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 ask. Is it boring? Ask the inner voice. I know the mind's like, I don't have any problems to solve. Are you kidding? I'm so used to these stories. I'm so used to the drama of them. Yeah. I don't know what I'll do without them. And, and that's it. I, I, I feel that I create, Your mind is attached to the I'm story creating, so hard. Yeah, and that uh, I keep creating 
If it's not there, I create more because I more I'm reasons so used to self-sabotage. Yes, you're very I'm your so mind is habituated. Yes. And so your mind's just telling or your inner voice is just telling you if you just relax and enjoy the fact that you are very comforting to everyone you're around, you'll love your life. And your mind's like, but then I don't have anything to staple. Right. Right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and and I feel like um by looking for that, I'm creating my own, what I'm trying to run from. What is that resistance, what you persist? Right, what you resist, persist. Your law of attractioning, all this resistance. And the yeah. story, and it's perpetuating, and it's like not even letting you listen. Yeah. It's just telling you to love people, and you are. Have you not felt comforted just by, we fell in love with her on the video for 30, 60 yeah. seconds. <laughs> like, you are comforting. Your essence is that. Well, thank you. And I think that's where I self-habitat, because I feel like I can be the word to where I love to meet people, embrace them, but I, I put up that wall, and I think it's just because emotionally growing up, I had, I had a very depressive, emotionally um, mother, and I feel like that just, um, you don't have that happiness. Like, you're always feeling like you are complacent and surviving every day. Inner you know? voice, can I drop this story? Because that was back then. How old were you? Years. Well, I, from what I can remember, it's probably from seven years where it was deeply ingrained. Okay, so in now we've trauma. got what? You were 49 <laughs> years of, or six? I don't even know the math. But that story is not true right now. You're right. It's not true. I've just told it for so long that it continues to be true. Does that, you see the difference? Stapler, inner voice. Now, strobe lighting back and forth. And yours is heavily in the past. Where before in the other episode we saw someone heavily in the future. Yes, and and I feel where and I know we're supposed to use our inner voice, which I try to put it more with my gut, so it, my mind isn't. It's always. even further from here. Yeah. <laughs> but I had read a long time ago. Leo Pascal had a has an insert in one of his books where you know, somebody that you want to have a friendship with or a relationship with likes apples and you try everything you can do to be an apple, but you're an orange. And that's why I feel like I've been that orange trying to be something that I'm not because I wanted to always have that love and All comfort. right, now that's just like one thing, one step removed. This is just the story of the mind. Yeah, right, the story This of is the not mind. you. It's just a story the mind has told. It's a persona, it's a character on Shakespeare's stage that has played the story of the seven-year-old as a 59-year-old. Yeah. I actually know another woman who's a dear, dear friend who's in her mid to late 60s right now, and she does the same thing. And it's a neural net that has been repeated over decades of her life, and she's created the same results because of it. Inner voice is just asking you to comfort and love people, and you are doing that, actually, despite all the mental story. It is a, still an essence and a part of you. How can I drop that story? Is it, let's ask this, is it possible to drop the story in her voice? Yes. Okay, that's good to know, because the mind's like, I've been telling it for so many decades, I don't think I can. I, I can. How can I drop the story? Listen. Create a new story? Okay. Did you hear those words? Yeah. Okay. Create a what new story. What is the new story in her voice? What's the inner voice's story? I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and get up that hill. That's what you heard? I'm, and I'm, I'm going Wait, to... did you hear, tell me just the words you heard. All right, it's a Does lot it, of words. Okay, I know. so say it slowly. <laughs> say, it slow, say it slowly. What you're hearing directly. Direct translation. Direct words. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to... What am I... Wait, what am I going to do? 
I'm going to change my story. How do I do that? Inner voice. Have my inner voice. No, what, pick tell me, me what up. you're hearing. I think it's still trying to project thinking into this. It's going to start simple. simple. I'm did just, you hear the word simple or did yes, you hear it's no. going to start simple? It's simple because that's been beaten at my brain too, and simple is finally coming out. Simple is what it's going to be. Okay. What is simple to the inner voice? Deep breath. Your mind is trying to answer this question so bad. I have to be happy with myself and what I pick, what I choose to do each day, and commit myself to it. You heard all of that? Well, what did you it's get? It's carried get, along a bit. Get, you know, go to the. <laughs> it's carried, it's part of my package, but I'm really good. <laughs> What is, let's, let's go down. I, know, I have a few more questions for it. I just want you to get used to the listening and be ruthlessly honest with yourself about what you're hearing versus what the story is telling. Because this story is read, read so many books, it has an answer to everything, but it's still in the story of right. the problem, too. Neither are at the level of the solution. I know I need to listen what to my What is simple? Voice. Simple? No, just, just tell me the word, just tell me the definition of simple from the inner voice. No overwhelm. Beautiful. Do you see how simple that answer was? Mm -hmm. Did that feel different than some of these other ones? Yes. Yeah. You got it a few other questions too. You're getting it. No overwhelm. What will be useful for me to avoid overwhelm? Just listen. Don't do anything the mind's thought and storied before. It's contentment. What I, what's going on right now. Yeah, right now. And I can tap into that in the present moment. Yes. Is that all you're asking me to do in your voice? No. What else? I have to commit to myself. Commit to what? To changing my story. How would you want me to change the story? Be more mindful of the presence and not of the past. What exact words did you hear? All of that or just a few of those words? The presence doesn't affect my past. There you go. Is there any action you want me to take to amplify this or just keep reminding myself that? To relax and make each day more adventurous. Can I do that? Yes. Will you show me how to do that each day? Yes. Do I need to decide right now what that day will look like tomorrow? No. So each day you'll show me how to do it? Yes. And you love me? I do. There you go. How do you feel? I feel good. So now this is great because what we've been able to do is see through the stories that it's holding on to. The inner voice doesn't perceive it to be a problem, it just sees it as a story that in the present moment can be released. Mm -hmm. And you've seen when the mind tries to like tell a paragraph when the inner voice is giving you just a few words. Right. And you've been able to tap in and sense the difference between when this is projecting what this is, the sheep, the wolf, and the grandma's mm -hmm. clothes, and the little red riding hood versus being the grandma. 
Yes, and listen to that. Listen. Yes, you don't, listen. and like you know, you've read, you, you've read all the books. That's still just at the level of the problem. Right. Otherwise, it would have sh shifted. Right. Which is fine. The books weren't the answer. This is where the mm -hmm. answer is. That's just giving more information, not realization. When you guys notice we're doing realizations? Realization is another word for enlightenment. And it's when, you're enlight when your consciousness becomes aware of the eternal part of you's perspective on life. And we may not be in a permanent state of that right now, but we can have those moments. Oprah called them aha moments, which are cool too. But aha moments can sometimes just be a fun mental concept as well. So I like the realization. It's bringing your consciousness to the awareness of what this is perspective. Is holding so this has been a beautiful time for us and I hope that you continue to be aware of when the mind even in this type of practice is trying to tell an old story from a Deepak Chopra mm -hmm. book you read one time <laughs> and when you're hearing right. from here it can tell you what Deepak said but it'll do it in its own language for you right now so it's not against those answers it's just gonna come through in an authentically true clear way for you in this moment which won't need a book it'll need three words and you'll just ask, and you'll get a book's worth of information out of very succinct language. But it'll be wisdom that is directly from the eternal part of you. Does that make sense? It does. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys, let's have Sarah come on down. All right, how can we help you today? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a business coach and I'm very vocal in my business and in my experience. I'm very vulnerable. Um, I don't have a lot of issues with the vulnerability of just like my journey and um, just really letting myself be seen is not much of an issue for me. However, there's a deeper layer to my life, my story, and I think it's really influenced um, the journey that I've taken and it's something that I think it's my greater work and it's the idea behind um, there's a long lineage of addiction in my family and codependency that also goes along with that addictive behavior. Um, and I really want to just speak into that experience of alcoholism in my family. Um, but there's a lot of resistance there. <laughs> so, but I know that's my deeper, like I know there's my, that's my deeper work, but you I know. Can, yeah. And then there's resistance. Yeah. So you've it's cutting the paper and it's like this is what we're gonna do and this is stapling all the reasons why you shouldn't yeah yeah and I'm like you know I love my work as a coach I really do but I also feel that there's this deeper calling um, but I won't let myself I'm like oh I'll do that next year oh like it's yeah putting it off okay so yeah. we're gonna untangle the staplers crazy yeah situation yeah okay we're gonna smooth out the paper yeah basically okay yeah. Familiar, unfamiliar with inner voice? Um, I talk to my inner voice when the drama and trauma is happening. Okay, yeah, you're so, like, level five, I'll do it, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, the yeah, nail yeah. salon, I'm just going to yeah. go where I think. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. We are where we are, wherever. You don't have yeah. to use it for the nail salon, but it helps. I've, it's yeah. the only place I will like ignore it, and then I'll later go, man, I really shouldn't do it, even on the little stuff. Okay, so, heart or gut? I'm definitely gut. Gut, all right, so you're going to go deep. All right, cool. Am I safe? Mm-hmm. Am I safe to talk about this subject? Yes. Am I safe to talk about it here? Mm -hmm. Great job with the breathing. Am I safe to share it elsewhere as well? Mm -hmm. Why does the mind fear sharing it elsewhere as well? Love. 
What does love have to do with the fear? Loving the people that it involves? Or loving where? Acceptance. Who do I need to accept? Myself. And by accepting and loving myself, this liberates me to share the story with others? Is that what we're getting? Is that what you mean in her voice? Or help clarify? Battling. Battling. Beautiful. What is battling right now? Do you see how succinct her answers are? But you can get a whole answer out of one word? What's battling right now? Truth. Truth. What's the truth? Experience. The experience is truth. Am I here to share that experience as truth with others? Yes. Inner voice, do you want me to talk about this subject publicly in the future? It will happen. It will happen. You, I want to compliment you, Sarah, on the, from the head. Like you were doing a brilliant job staying down there. Well done. It will come. Is that what it said? It will come. What should I do in the meantime as this unfolds? Love. Love. But it doesn't have to happen all at once. I can't. Why not? The mind would love for it to be a flip of a switch. Patience. Patience. It's all going to be fine? Of course. <laughs> so I don't have to do this all right now. You can't. Why not? How I'm hearing nothing. OK, that's fine. How can I let go of, OK, first of all, let's bobble up. You're doing such a brilliant job. I don't even know where your mind's even resisting right now. So thank you for breathing so deeply and staying so connected. Now, I want you to bobble up into your head for a moment. Let the, the awareness bobble up. How does the mind perceive the situation now? I'm letting the mind answer this one. It doesn't even, the, the inner voice is not even, it's actually I'm trying to get, I've never, I've never yeah. had such an issue trying to get someone in their head. <laughs> I mean, brilliant. <sighs> um, the mind knows I think the mind knows that it's going to happen, but the mind... Look, she's not even identifying Ooh. with it. How do you feel right now? Let's just see. I feel good. I feel good. You just tapped into like yeah. a strong, yeah. deep wave. Yeah, it really was in a wave. Yeah. You were in the lower currents. <laughs> think about the ocean. Like your mind's yeah. like the ripples at the top. And it's like all sorts of crazy crap happening. And then there's the really deep currents in the deep parts of the ocean that are not the same wavelength as the... She was in a deep theta state. So I'm trying to ratchet her back up to beta. It doesn't matter. See school if you want to join, learn about brain states. But I think um, I actually live my day-to-day -day knowing my truth around this. Yes, I'm sure you do. Yeah, 
you know the truth. Yeah. And then there's just resistance. Yeah. This is the stapler that thinks and has resistance. Yeah. And I think the resistance is actually that I should make it happen sooner, where really it needs to just unfold. And you got to trust it, girl. Yeah. I mean, if I did this show, like, when my mind wanted to do it in college, or, yeah. like, that would not be anything useful. It would yeah. have been, like, I had a good heart, but I was like, oh, I need to do it the way pe previous people have done it. Mm -hmm. I need to be the person on stage that's the famous person, and I need to have other famous people on the stage to talk to the people that, no, that's not, that's not what I was here for. Yeah. I needed to bake in the, I, you know, I felt like a green banana. I was like, I, because when at the time I wanted to. All the to, food metaphors. Yeah, food and food, I don't know, that's what comes through. I kind of love what comes through, because it's so relatable, right? It doesn't have to be hard. But I felt in college like a green banana. At the time I knew I wanted, I was miserable, wanted to help people. And I thought at first it was kind of Marie Kondo, thank God Marie Kondo. I wanted to be the Marie Kondo at that time. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad she's doing such a better job than I would have at that. But. I didn't, I was in a dorm room trying to write a book about uh, how to exfoliate and make under your life. And I didn't even have a kitchen. I had a little fridge, but I yeah. was like, how can I tell some 50 year old woman what she should do with her third can opener if I don't even have a, like a sink in my room? Like I'm not, I'm not an authority figure in this area, right? Yeah. So I felt like a green banana. I had, I was like, not ripe yet. And the 10 years that I've gone through this, the five years of podcast, uh, podcasting and blogging, the podcasting allowed me to travel the world, yeah. which is also watching the show. So now yeah. I have a world view, a world perspective. Yeah. And then it took me those five years. Now I'm ready to be planted somewhere and actually bring this in this mm -hmm. rooted space that it now is. But thank God I didn't, have, I didn't have the ability in the mind to press that button and say now, 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 now on something yeah. that I wasn't ready for, but because it was in my path, it was aligned. It just needed to show up in the time that it was aligned to. The mind wanted it at 22. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how I feel. Right? Yeah. So you got to trust that like, you might go travel the world for three years before you yeah. do that thing. And that's going to be a really nice time. Yeah. And in that period, you might love that time so much you let go of the show. I didn't know there was gonna have a TV show after all that. I just thought maybe that was just the idea that it sparked the blog, that sparked the podcast, and I was really thoroughly enjoying the podcast. Mm -hmm. I loved that phase fully, and I knew I was making the impact I wanted to make, so it didn't matter. Because I was doing the impact I wanted to make so fully, it didn't matter that it wasn't a video. I was actually looking at all the bonuses of not having video yeah. and all of the things that would go along with that. There is something in this that is not just this for you. Your life is bigger than just this. Mm -hmm. And even what you bring to this could have more seasoning and flavor and experience and more ripening of that banana. Yeah. So you might know now, but you don't have to do now. The mind in that distance between freaks out. It takes off a lot of pressure too. Yeah, just trust yeah. that you will do this. Megan, our producer of the show, who's doing an incredible job, knows that she wants to paint. Yeah. And she actually, even though work can be something that gets yeah. her going, painting is not. And the other two days before the show started, I'm like, really? This is when you're going to start painting? Like, you start <laughs> painting after six months? But she did. And it didn't take her pushing herself to do it. She knew it would come when it was time. Yeah. It's like a baby gestating, right? When you, The minute you conceive, you don't have the baby. The baby's not ready to survive in the real world when it doesn't even, it's just a clump of cells. Yeah. Right? So sometimes you got to let us, and then the other time is to know the timing of things and not to like hold on and hold in when the baby's coming out. Because mm -hmm. that would feel just as uncomfortable as giving birth at conception. Yeah. 
So it's about that timing and that you've got it. You're in that wave. You can tap in there. That wave will come through you in an authentic and maybe unexpected to the mind way. Yeah. How does that feel? I'm very impatient. Like I'm even here right now and I'm like, I want this. Like I, I want to be Jess right now. But like, it's, it's not my time. Yeah. yeah. It's not. I, it's just not. Does it need to be right now? No. Why not? Happiness. What is happiness right now for me? Being. What does being mean? Here. Here. Present. And you're going to come through me when it's time to take action on this subject. How will I know it's time? Calm. Beautiful. You have such a strong connection, there's no doubt in my mind or inner voice that you're going to, if you stay in this space, come through in a very clear way, that's not gonna have the mind story. So what you're explaining that you're gonna share, sobriety and your family and all mm -hmm. that stuff, the mind can make an entire persona and live it out for decades of its life as I'm a survivor of this or I'm an adult, mm -hmm. uh, al adult, adult child, alcoholic, whatever. Mm -hmm. You can know, a whole story. Yeah. This is not holding on to the story. Mm -mm. It was an experience it experienced and let go of. This will tell the whole story over and over again and make a persona and like validate its limiting beliefs for the rest of its life. Well, and that's not going to help anybody. No. So no. what's interesting is that your deep connection to this place will help unwind that story rather than create a new label for people. Mm -hmm. A label is just more mind identification. Mm -hmm. If you're this deeply connected, what I feel like what it's going to do is unravel the labels, unravel the stories for people, not make it so stigmatizing and traumatizing and a big a deal. Yeah. But that may take some banana ripening mm -hmm. in this space to come through in that purely authentic way. It took me 10 years and a bunch of fun things along the way yeah. to realize it's not about me or famous people. Mm -hmm. But 10 years ago, I would have pressed that button and made it about me and the famous people. Because yeah. I wanted the love and approval of people. My mind wanted to seek that from you guys. Thank God I got that out of my system beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I'm still there. And I that's, know that. Okay, know and that. you know what? It's just the mind, inner voice, mm -hmm. are you there? Are you worried about the approval of others? You're so good at this. No. But is the mind right now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it okay <laughs> for the mind to hold on to that right now? Comfort and comfort. safety. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a teddy bear. And you don't want to take away the six-year-old's teddy bear when it's still giving it comfort and safety. Eventually, the child may grow out of the, the stuffed animal. It may put it down. I remember a Stephen Covey story in The Seven Habits where he talks about a little child that had a birthday party and received a bunch of toys and the parents of the kids, he kind of felt the pressure as Stephen mm -hmm. to give the kids toys to all the other kids to let the kids play with them because it was like, here's all the toys that everyone can play with. But the little kid that had like a meltdown was like, these are my toys, why are you letting everyone else? I haven't even gotten to hold them. And he goes, if I had just, and, and Stephen felt the pressure of the parents and being the parent that made his kids share. 
Does that make sense? So he felt this pressure to make the kids share the, the toys right away to be a good parent, showing sharing is a thing. Sharing is caring. And instead, he realized, looking back on it, the child hadn't had the ability to own the toy yet and to appreciate it for itself and then share what it received. He never, or he or she, never got to receive the toy in order to give the gift away. Yeah, I'm trying to give. You're trying I don't to get have. it, but you have it yet. And yeah. like, in tearing that out of your ego's hands, mm -hmm. that's holding on to the significance and all that stuff, is not helping because it's the mind it's holding on to the brussels sprout it's it's the mind judging itself for not being where it wants to be where this is loving you completely enough mm -hmm. to say it's okay that you're holding on to this mm -hmm. right now and out of that continual loving connection and approval and allowing it will become used to the toy yeah and go okay i don't need that as much anymore now i'm ready to share yeah. does that so mm -hmm. it's like let it have that it won't last the more you allow it to hold on to it, mm -hmm. the less it needs to hold on to it. Because mm -hmm. it's not getting torn out of its hands. There's no tug of war. Mm -hmm. You get to hold that toy as long as you want. Yeah. But eventually this will continue to allow and love and allow and love and this will realize it doesn't need the safety and security of the blanket anymore. And that's when this will come through and it'll do it potentially in a very different way than what this thought it would do. Mm -hmm. I had the inkling, but I didn't have the wisdom. You're going through the same process. How beautiful. And you can have fun, imagine, like magical things can happen between now and then yeah. that'll deepen and enrich in your life as a whole because it's not just about this. Yeah. You're going to have a wonderful time. And the fact that you have such a deep connection and a deep open space for it to arise, who knows what it will be, but it will be perfect because you have the ability to find the timing in yourself. How do you feel? I feel good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Emily, come on down. Welcome to the Lively Show. Thank you for having me. All right, tell us a little bit about yourself and how we can help you. Yeah, so um, I come to your work, I think it like really aligns with how I was living my life before I found you and um, season four and season five and just like what's the next best decision in flowing. And as I've done more work and did flow with intention online and really loved it, I, um, I, I've come to this, um, also I'm six months pregnant with a baby, so <laughs> the question relates to that. <laughs> I've come to this um, realization that I think my mind has a deep lack of self-love and it's like made me feel really sad and in thinking about being a parent um, and what kind of world I want to bring my baby into and how, the environment I want it to be a place full of unconditional self-love and so I guess my question is, how, how can I give that to my child and be a good leader and example um, for unconditional self-love? Beautiful. All right. Is this a good one? Yeah. This is a good one. All right. And this is great because you can apply this to yourself, your child, or anyone in yeah. your life. Okay. Heart or gut? Heart. Okay. So you're going to throw it to your chest. Do you love me? Always. So it's just the mind that's not feeling that love? It's the mind. Yeah. Can the mind love? Is it even possible for it to do that? I'm not sure. Is that what you heard? I think that's my mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, this is where I'm, I'm actually like excited to find out myself. When you tap into, you can get infinite wisdom from any person on the street if they're doing this. Like you don't need to go to Socrates. He was doing the same thing. The beautiful 
reversal is instead of Socrates sitting here, I'm having the student sit. Okay, because that's what we're ready for. The mind can want. Can it love in the way that you know how to do? No. No. So it's not its job. No. Its job is not to love. Its, its job is not capable of loving the way you do. It wants love. It wants love, but it does not do the loving. No. How many aha moments and realizations just happened in that? <laughs> so where does the love come from? The heart. So it's not the job of the mind to love. It's not doing anything wrong. No, it's just hungry. It's hungry. What is it hungry for? Acceptance. From what? Itself. Why is it so hard for the mind to... Can the mind accept itself? No, because then it would be done. What would happen if that doneness was felt? Boredom, the end. Yeah. Would it really be the end, or is that just what the mind fears or thinks? The mind doesn't know. Yeah. What do you know? Love is everything. Yeah. The mind's just not able to perceive it. It's too small. Yeah. It's like a color out of its color range. It's like a bumblebee sees ultraviolet rays, but we can't in our eyes. It's not a problem with our eyes, and it doesn't mean ultraviolet rays don't exist. It's just not a mechanism to detect that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's there. It just can't perceive it with that sense. So there's nothing wrong with me. No. No. I have a part of me that loves myself unconditionally and a part of me that's always looking for attachment and acceptance because that's what it's thinking it needs to do in order to stay alive. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong in that dance. No, it's just about who's leading. Okay. Beautiful. Who do you want to lead that dance? Inner voice. The heart. So it leads and the mind follows? The heart knows. What does it know? That everything is all right always. Always. So no matter what happens with my child in its life, everything's all right? Yes. No matter what? Yes, and your child is made of love. And every other child? And every child. And every other adult? And every person. It's just an older kid? <laughs> if that's all there is, why is there so much fear? The mind wants to fix itself. Yeah. And it's doing it externally as well and creating a mess of things in the world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's the world we're in. We're just spinning on a dot in the middle of nothingness. And look at all the drama we've created. Not just externally in countries and politics and globalization, but in the internal world of ourselves as well. The external is a reflection of the internal. Yeah. So I don't need the external world for my child to be solved. No. You need to feel the love towards your mind from your heart. I have goosebumps. That is exactly 
aligned with so much of what I've uncovered in deep inquiry and learning. This is your very good connection. Thank you. <laughs> You're doing really good. How do you feel? Good. Release, you know? Yeah. It's like a big fear. Okay, now let's do a new, I'm gonna untangle another knot your mind might have. Okay. Like spaghetti. All right. Inner voice. I desperately want my child to feel this unconditional love in its mind, and it can't do it because the mind of that child also can't love itself because it's not the loving mechanism. How do I resolve that in my mind? The fact that that's not going to be a reality for that child. The child will teach you. What will he, he or she teach me? Ease, love, presence. How does it teach me those things? I've got to wipe its butt and feed it. And it slows you down. Is that what I need? Oh, yes. Why do I need to be slowed down? Because there's so much beauty now and now and now. And the child's going at that pace of now. The child sees all the beauty. Why does the child see all the beauty? Because it's new. What does new have to do with it? Wonder, freshness. How do I help the child maintain the wonder and freshness? By listening. To what? Myself and them. And the myself I'm listening to is which part of me? Oh, my inner self, my yeah. voice, yeah. What do I do when the mind ranches at all this other story step up? Tell it I love it. How does it know to believe it? Because it's not a knowing mechanism either. It can't love and it can't know. So how is this terrified thing going to know love? Maybe it can learn. It can learn? There's hope in learning. There's hope in learning. Will this ever be solved for the mind? No. Is that okay? Yes. Why is that okay? This is what the mind's trying to solve with everything in its beingness, thinkingness. There's so much joy in the process. The process of what? The back and forth. Between? Mind and self. That's it, it's just the dance. And the discovery in the dance. What is the mind here to discover next in the dance? How little it is. Does little mean it's unimportant? No. It means it can take itself lightly. How serious it makes itself seem to be. Oh, yeah. How heavy, foreboding. How responsible. Responsible. How responsible is the mind? Not even a little. <laughs> <laughs> what is responsible? Trust, allowing. What does allowing mean? This is a classic inner voice word. Being excited for what's next, whatever it is. Whatever it is, without the certainty or knowing of what it is. It's better that way. Why is it better? The mind is terrified of the uncertainty of the unknown. Why is that better?
delight. He gets to be surprised? Yeah, there's delight in surprises. Does the inner voice just have a bunch of gifts for the vine to experience if it just let it show up to him? Yeah, everything's a gift. What can I do to release even more tension in the mind around the subject of being a mother? Trust. Where trust what's coming, trust yeah. Trust what's coming. From, I am trusting, what am I trusting? The net of the universe. The net. So there's a net. It's the love. Do I ever not exist? No. Does my child ever not exist? No. They already existed before they even are in this womb. Therefore. Yes? No? Yeah, we're so excited to meet. And we get to play in this delightful universe together. I get to enjoy them. How do you feel? Really good. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> How does it feel to be a mother in three months? I feel really excited. I have a lot of trust in the flow of some parts of it, but this was a big hang-up for me. I'm just wanting to be the kind of mom I wanted to be, but there's so much peace in knowing that it's all just there, and it's just a matter of relaxing into it. What can I do when the mind tells another story in the future? How can I get back to this place? Take a walk. Tell the mind to take a walk. <laughs> Is there anything else you want me to know right now? There's just so much beauty. Just stop and see it. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, so I started parenting with presence about a year ago, and I'm already going to cry. It has been so freeing. I was actually telling these ladies, or one of them last night, um, it has brought such comfort to me. I share custody of my kids with their dad, and I was worry, worry, worry. I need to control, you know, what they eat and what they're doing and how late they're staying up, and, like, I want them to be okay, and I don't want them to end up, you know, like him or like whoever, and um, I don't need to. I don't need to worry about it. And it's just been freeing for us as a family and for me as a mom. And their perspective has shifted towards me because I'm allowing them to be who they're supposed to be. Um, so it's beautiful. I hope that you can do that for your child. It's amazing. Thank you. From Mary to Sarah to Emily. I just recognize what Jess is trying to do. She can't teach us our timing. She can only teach us how to hook into our story, to Stephen Covey taking the toy away too soon and then the disintegration. But what we all feel in this room is the enlightenment of our own joy and the process and when we're ripe we're ready that's an unbelievable gift you're giving the world we're all doing it but you started it <laughs>
And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for those who came on the show or came to the show in that case. Like I said, our next taping is in April 6th. It's in Pittsburgh. You can go to jesslavy.com slash events to grab your ticket to join us if you'd like to. If you want to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter, you can find me at Jess C as in Cantaloupe Lively. And for episode show notes, go over to jesslively.com slash TLS TV and then the number two. You can also watch the embedded YouTube links there, or you can go over to YouTube and find the Lively Show there to watch the episode in video form if you'd like. Until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today.